One world, one world, one market, one market, one market. Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union. Uh, welcome to The Official The Orville Podcast. I'm your host, Wait, no, I'm not your host. I'm your captain, Captain Greggy Hogsteller. Um, we are all co-hosts. Nobody is the main host, although I am the captain. Uh, with me this week, I've got security officer Miranda Fisher is here. Miranda, welcome to the show. Thank you, uh, Alex Arbor Day, everybody. I just want to say, never missed a show. Mm-hmm. Always been here. Did not listen to the last show. Don't know what was said on it <laughs> for parts, but I was there. So how did the how did the new official Orville show you started with Anastasia go? You know, it's still in the works. I think you guys are going to be really impressed when it comes out. So just like keep waiting. It's not over. It it will be coming out later. Okay. okay. Got to be does. a long episode then. <laughs> yeah, I thought my main problem with this show is that the episodes are too short. <laughs> so Anastasia and I are working on the longer version. It sounds really good. I can't wait to hear this. The next officer, the next first mate I have is science officer and alien expert, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Greggy, for welcoming me. And uh, I want to say I, sir, as I always say. <laughs> and I want to say <laughs> I think I'm done with Alex Arbor Day. Oh, wow. Um, what? Um, I don't know up, what that means. Um, I think Alex Arbor Day is not something I'm going to celebrate anymore. Uh, because I haven't really, I haven't really, I don't know. Alex hasn't inspired me lately or he hasn't really dropped any hot fire lately. So I don't know if this is a drought is this or something. A joke? Is this like one of those, one of those Kevin O'Brien jokes that I've heard about? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, Alex oh, <laughs> Happy Alex Arbor Day, everybody. Oh man, that was a good prank. I was a, I was like shaking. I was so scared. Halloween, Halloween. Yeah, I was like, this, this is not, this is not believable. You know, sorry, Kev, but a good prank. There's got to be some element like, whoa, this could be true. I never, never thought that. That's why you're the security expert, and you're always, <laughs> you're, you're, you have that kind of intuition. That, well, only a woman can have, really. So I think there should be more women in security roles, <laughs> first of all. And we'll save that for this talk for later. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of yeah, wonder. Let's circle back to this discussion. <laughs> see where it goes later. <laughs> I do sort of wonder, like with the, the premiere of season two, a, th- a short three months away, 
Like, uh, maybe we should retire Alex Arbiday from, you know, episode one of season one. Mm. That's a great idea. And I support anything my captain does. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, our, our final last but not least, uh, our final first mate is, of course, uh, the numbers guy himself. Uh, I think I say now, Mr. Temtrees. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Tim. Uh, thank you. Uh, Alex Arbor Day around. And I just, sorry to do this on air, but Kevin, I, I guess I never put it together. You're a doctor, right? Yes. Can you just look at this rash on my butt real quick? I'm going to be worried about. Uh, yeah, this is, yeah, hold on. Yeah, this looks like the rash from, have you been doing a lot of pranks? (laughs) 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 Okay. I tricked you. No, no. Okay. You did just just part of my face, but this rash that you do have here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Seems to be from people's, there's certain, uh, oils people, uh, secrete from their face when they're in a panic state. Um, (laughs) So if maybe you're standing over a person, uh, you know, put in your pants, spread your part, your butt cheeks, uh, <laughs> and over their head and yell fire. <laughs> that could be something that happens. I, you uh, know, I did a variation on it this time where, uh, I, I stood over them while they were asleep. I it can only work for people who sleep on their back. And I pulled my pants down. I squatted over them and then I, yelled earthquake and then i kind of like pounded my butt on their face oh. <laughs> wow. wow that's an advanced prank see that one falls more into you know like we t- like i off the podcast we talked about the legalities of what you're doing <laughs> with this prank and there was some sort of legal gray area because they were the ones moving their face into your butt (laughs) with this one i feel like it's more now i'm not i'm a doctor i'm not a a law expert my hands this one feels more like a assault like you're initiating the contact well Uh, you know what happened was i tried to sue everyone who i did the former prank to because like you said they're hitting my butt with their face that's assault and then the judge kept saying, no, you can't do that. And I said, fine. Well, then I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna make contact with them. And then I'm going to put your words right back in your face that I can't you be kept, sued. You kept referring to it as like revenge. You're like, I'm going to get revenge on everybody. But you, really, it was you that was kind of doing all of it. You were an orchestrator. I'm so close to figuring out where that judge lives. I have like all but one number on his address. <laughs> <laughs> is it which number do you not it's the, have it's the last it's always the last number you think of if, if i if i knew which number i didn't have then i would have it and that's a logic well, excuse, puzzle i'm the numbers excuse guy. me for trying to be helpful tim <laughs> coming from the numbers guy it's kind of disappointing to hear i think it's a three i'm pretty sure it's a three <laughs> i feel like it's always a three when you don't know what it is you know mm-hmm yeah, that's what I always put on my uh, on my multiple choice answers. If you don't know, just put three. <laughs> that's what I, when I forget my social security number, I just write three. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> asked me my social security number recently. I had to get like you know do something with where I needed my social security number, and I had to really think for a second. 
Like I hadn't uh, given anybody my social security number in a while. So I'm sorry. Somebody just asked you for your social security number and you just said it to them. <laughs> no, it was, it was like, it was a, a situation. I don't want to get too much into it, but it's definitely a situation where you have to give somebody your social security number. Oh, like when you're, when you're a Ganonderma guy asks you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this is a little bit of old news by now. Uh, when this episode comes out, but the, the Emmys were really recently, and we were the three, the four of us were so pissed off when we looked at these Emmy nominations. The mm-hmm. Orville was nowhere to be seen. Um, mm-hmm. There was that fake was... Orville show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Fourville. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I boycotted the Emmys. I refused to attend the Emmys because the Orville was nominated. <laughs> Was this the one that um, Colin Jost did? Was that the yeah. Emmys or like the Oscars? It was Colin Josted. <laughs> oh, no, that's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was uh, Michael Shea and Colin Jost did host the Emmys this year. Uh, Or as Tim would call him, Colin Jost did. And and that was the least of the problems because when you look at all the nominees, there was no The Orville, there was no uh, Scott Grimes, there was no Seth MacFarlane. uh, I should have said his name first. Uh, (laughs) Like, no Kelly, but I didn't expect that. But then yeah. there was no uh, Halston Sage anywhere either. The guy that played Bordis, he wasn't there. Kelly, there's no biggest bitch category, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there isn't. Uh, I almost wish there was, though, because then it would make sense for Kelly to get an award. And that would have been one that would definitely, the Orville would have tied up. I would have uh, regretted giving that many Emmys to um, uh, Skylar from Breaking Bad, right? She was awful (laughs) being like, don't cook meth in my house. My baby lives here. (laughs) What a B word. (laughs) Oh, I hate it, Skylar. (laughs) Let Walt do his thing. (laughs) He's dying. It's a last wish. He just wants to become a drug lord in your house. He's the only one that cares about the family. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, so instead, because they don't have the biggest, well, I mean, since they don't have the biggest bitch category and they didn't nominate uh, the Orville at all, I guess the new biggest bitch is the Emmys, right? (laughs) That's a great point. Yeah. (laughs) They gave it to themselves accidentally. Whoops. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Well, that's the thing. When you point a finger, there's four more pointing back at you, depending on how many fingers you have. (laughs) Doesn't. Uh, isn't the Emmys must be the one that sometimes gives themselves Emmys, right? Because they give like they have one for award shows, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Although I think they gave it to. Uh... Oh, do they have a specific award for award shows? I don't know, but I know like the Oscars has gotten Emmys before, mm. and I assume the Emmys have gotten Emmys. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Oscars get Emmys. The Emmys get Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the trade-off the tra- 
that's the under the table handshake that's been going on for years. Yeah, is... it's like it's like, oh, we can't give ourselves this award. Hmm, what do we mm-hmm. do? Oh, I know. Like it is over, uh, you know, two hours, and movies are over two hours. <laughs> that's the kind of loophole, and what's bull? It's bullshit, especially when. Seth MacFarlane's over here. He probably hosts. He probably wrote all the jokes for the for both of them. Mm. He's always, he's always, he's got so many jokes laying around his bedroom because he wakes up. He's. I heard he doesn't even sleep because he's always waking up. He's like, oh, that was something funny, and he writes it down on a piece of paper, and then he just throws it. And then sometimes his maid or his butler will come in, and they'll be like, they'll find a joke and they'll stuff it into their pocket. <laughs> And then they'll, you know, they'll go sell it. It's kind of like how he tips them. Yeah. It's really generous. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it ha- and I think we should talk about the Emmys. Yeah. Not only did the Orville not get nominated for any awards, it also didn't win any. That's the really fucked up part. That mm-hmm. I really hate because, okay, sure, don't nominate him, whatever. Make it a surprise. But uh-huh. it the Orville should have won all these awards. And that's obvious to me. Like, I don't think he even got nominated for, like, uh, makeup or effects or anything. And you know the effects crew mm-hmm. deserves that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the I, way they stretch a dollar. Yeah. They sh- they, we got to see the the receipts, you know. We got to <laughs> see the budget for these other shows and see how much money they had and how much money they had to work with. And then compare it to the Orville and say, like, okay, maybe it's not the same quality. Maybe it is a lot lower quality. But if you do the math and you say, okay, their budget was 10, 10, like a a quarter million, right? Mm -hmm. And Orville's is $1. And you just do the math on that. And uh, Tim, I don't know. Can you run those numbers for me real quick? Yeah, uh, one sec. I think it's my my hypothesis is that the Orville has a higher percentage of Okay, yeah, it's coming out. Tim, check on that before you start making Yeah, no, no, no. We want to be... you know, accuracy is where I'm, I'm a sci- yeah. I'm a doctor. I'm a scientist. I know uh, you t- you got to run those numbers three times too, and you're going to get the average, right? Uh, no, median. Uh, eliminate high low. Okay. Um, and the um, coming out with yep, numbers don't lie. It's yes. eight zero zero eight five <laughs> because the <laughs> Emmys are boobs for not giving the floor bill. <laughs> Any awards, man? Uh, <laughs> that's the damn truth. That's the damn truth. And <laughs> and if you could just tell me what the real numbers were too. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. That's how it came out. Oh my god. Okay, oh, so it was an damn. eight hundred point eight five percent chance. I bet, Seth, I bet Seth knew that, and that's why. He... <laughs> that's why he decided not to win the award. Yeah. <laughs> you said don't nominate me. I figured, okay, if these shows are so much better than the Orville, um, we love the Orville, so we are going to friggin' flip our wigs for these shows. Um, so I've got mm-hmm. some qu- some uh, clips from these uh, various shows that won Emmys on Monday. Uh, so to start, I'm excited. Off, yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm excited because I love the Orville so much. These are really gonna bl- blow our minds here. This is gonna be amazing. Um, so first of all, for the the best comedy series, 
Um, <laughs> okay, it's gonna be good. Uh, the winner was uh, a little uh, a little something called the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, this uh-huh. is an Amazon Prime what? show. What? Yeah, that's not even TV. That like you can kind of put it show. on your TV. Yeah. I don't get it. It should have been like for a top comedy webisode, maybe or something, or like yeah, fan but, fiction. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, Orville Knights would win that category, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. So I guess let's listen to this clip from this vlog. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Is it Tim's vlog? No, it's not anything as good as Tim's vlog. Oh, okay. Also, not nominated. I might point out. <laughs> <laughs> well, next year. Who stands in the middle of a ballroom after three glasses of champagne on a completely empty stomach? And I mean completely empty, because fitting into this dress required no solid food for three straight weeks. Who does that? I do. (laughs) This day is perfect. It's like a dream. Or a nightmare, if you're my father. How much for the flowers? Who eats mushroom caps? Do the caterers have any idea what the Jews just went through a few years ago? Two cakes, one for eating. We're very happy. <laughs> but this day has been long in planning. Anyone who knows me knows I plan. At six, I decided Russian literature would be my major. At 12, I found my signature haircut. At 13, I announced I was going to Bryn Mawr College. In Catherine Hepburn's old room. I have wonderful parents. I've had a very comfortable life, and though I knew that love would be great, I had no idea it would be anything that could justify what I paid for this dress. What I paid for that dress. We're very happy. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, I made these clips one minute long, so... Uh, <laughs> that is a very strange acceptance speech. Uh, <laughs> she didn't thank anyone. <laughs> I don't understand, like... <laughs> She's uh Where's I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. What's the thank you to Seth MacFarlane for inspiring me? Um where's the Orville really should have won? That's what that's what I'm thinking is the first thing you say. Uh I don't know. Well, yeah. I don't know. Disrespectful. And who does a who does an acceptance speech in a wedding dress too? Yeah. Well, she said in there, I do. Oh, she right, said, right, right, yeah. It's her. Is that the marvelous Mrs. Mavel? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I'll tell you who it wasn't. The Orville. Oh, I'm, I'm mad now. <laughs> what do you think? I, I bet that's like something Seth maybe thought of naming the show, the, his show, like the Orvilleous Mr. Orville. <laughs> and, and then he said, nah, too dumb. And then you know, threw the piece of paper on the ground and the hero comes by Mrs. Maisel and she <laughs> finds this piece of paper on the ground. Oh, I can call my show The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The Maisel Maisel-less, yeah. She's the Maisel-less, is what she should have called it. Because she's, she's, uh, no, or the maze, she has a maze because she doesn't know where she's going. Okay, wait, no. The, uh, a maze-less. Because she's not oh, not yeah. amazing anybody, yes. mm. or like not a balls, the not a balls, Mrs. Mazel. That's right. <laughs> okay, that show. Uh, I'm okay with that show winning an Emmy. I ha- I gotta say about this clip, like a lot of a lot of a female voice in that clip. <laughs> yeah. 
And so far as I could tell, she never got punched like once in the whole thing. Yeah. It was really Wait, weird. Yeah. Like, oh, here's a man. A man has something to say. He's got to be about to punch her in the face. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's a bit of attitude in her voice, too. I, it's It seems like they were afraid when they were making this show. Yeah. You know, it's it's fear, it's cowardice, and it's... I mean, like, for example, as far as I could tell, there were no spaceships. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're no- living in a post-Orville world and you don't have spaceships in your show. It just doesn't add up. So this is just one of the nominees... Or, or no, this, this is the winner. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> the amazeball is Mrs. Maisel was the one that won. Whack. Yeah, I can't believe it. Huh. And I mean, maybe I got. Oh, I have a. I have a theory. Mm-hmm. You know how the Orville's like really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know how it's also like tackles really serious issues so yeah. sensitively. Okay. Yeah. yeah the just drama. I'm thinking that like kind of split split the votes that people were like, oh, I it's so funny, I have to nominate it for comedy. Uh, other people were like, no, it's so it's so good at, at tackling these these heavy issues, I gotta nominate it for drama. And so mm-hmm. I mean even if it only got half of the voters, you would think that it would still be nominated in both categories. Yeah. So maybe this doesn't make sense. Maybe this doesn't make sense. Well, it makes then, sense. Oh, it makes sense. The show is so smart, right? Maybe the, the people that vote just didn't get the jokes, and that's why they didn't vote for it. Like, they can understand this very simple Mrs. Maisel stuff, but they don't get the very smart humor that is in the Orville. Yeah. Where, or where's the maybe there's they added a category for best show to drink some wild turkey to you know <laughs> to have a couple couple glasses of whiskey to or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe Is there a best nice glass of wine? Uh huh. Is there a best Bordis category? <laughs> <laughs> Who the nominees are? Bordis, Bordis, Bordis. <laughs> yeah. Bordis, 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 and Cliven. Yeah. <laughs> Second best Bordis. Uh, no, I guess there's not that category. Uh-uh. Not no, yet. Can you double check? I, yeah, well, yeah, I will. I mean, is there a Bordis category <laughs> in the Emmys? It's the Emmy Awards that need a popular category, not the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah, inconclusive. That is true. Yeah. That's true. That was the result. The answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and was the was does the article just say like the most popular of all would be Bordis? Like, yeah. <laughs> it probably pictures if you if you click on the images tab, it would be pictures of Bordis. I'm sure everywhere. Okay, so uh, the second clip I've got. Uh, well, I thought okay, they didn't they didn't get nominated for comedy, but. The, like we were saying earlier, The Orville also is one of the biggest, best dramas on TV right now. It tackles these huge mm-hmm. issues. Um, there's this stuff like the like the will they, won't they with uh, The Orville and Kelly. And also Al- Alana, if you think about it. I mean, that's just uh-huh. something that I, I thought Al- of. Alara. Alara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Alara, right. Uh, but there's so it's much actually, drama oh, on the show. Alara. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, so I got the clip for the winner of the best drama uh, series. Um, so what I did was I just I went to YouTube and I searched. Um, well, well, the winner was Game of Thrones. So what? I searched. Yeah, that's that's. I was as surprised as you were, but it was not that the Orville. That show is so old. Yeah. It's not even funny. Well, that's what I did. I went to YouTube <laughs> and I searched Game of Thrones uh, funny clips. And I found a video of uh, the, the season seven funniest moments from Game of Thrones. Um, Perfect. So, yeah, let's listen apples to Apples to apples comparison. Exactly. Now. And, okay, so we didn't like Miss Maisel, but I... This is the winner for best drama. I fully expect you either A, crack my whole shit up because these are the funniest moments, or B, burst into tears because of the high drama involved. Um, so here we go. Here's this clip. I don't like the look of it. For a big hard man, you scare easy. I'll tell you what doesn't scare me. Bold cocksuckers like you. You think you're fooling anyone with that top knot? I don't know. I don't understand our Lord. Your Lord. I don't know what he wants from me. I only know that he wants me alive. If he's so all-powerful, why doesn't he just tell you what the fuck he wants? Again. Come over here. Don't worry. The fire won't bite. I want to show you something. It's my fucking luck I end up with a band of fire worshippers. Aye. Almost seems like divine justice. There's no divine justice, you dumb cunt. If there was, you'd be dead. <laughs> okay, it's kind of funny. <laughs> kind of funny. It was so uh, vulgar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, if... So one thing Seth is really good at is like being funny without being like offensive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that show, it just sounds like they just swear and that's like good enough for them. Like they don't have to put any effort into their jokes. They just want to like say bad words. And Seth doesn't have to do that. You know, Seth just like works clean. He's respectful. He doesn't harm anyone with his comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Hard to argue with that. Um, yeah, this um, this was. I mean, it was a little funny because he's like, oh, "You're a cunt, uh, you're a cocksucker," and um, you know, those just naturally made me kind of chuckle. But <laughs> the the context of the situation, I know Seth would have had if Seth had those words at his disposal. You know, he oh would God. artfully, masterfully, like you'd be like almost like you wouldn't even really hear it. Because it's so appropriate in the joke, like for him to use those words, um, and he would definitely win the best drama if he could do that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no question. I think if Seth had no limits put in place on him by the the suits at the network, like people would die. I mean, because of how funny it would be, they would laugh so hard they would, you know, they would rupture their stomach muscles because they were laughing yeah. so hard. I mean, I mean, no, we, I mean, here's we, no, no, well, real, quick, is the, 
we, no, well, well, no. Well, no, 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 no. We saw what Seth could do with the word bitch. Okay, he that was genius. Okay, like how he used it with like talking about Kelly and like that was like so. Okay, now you go. Okay, my <laughs> thing is if Seth could say all those words, he still wouldn't because he yeah, respects okay. his audience. Yeah. Mm. Say bitch though. Well, it's different. I mean, she's being a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You can say that again. Yeah. Okay. She was being a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really disappointed because we listened to the two best shows so far, and yet they're they're nowhere near the Orville. I mean. We're listening to him in like the best possible space. I mean, we're we're going in, into it so positively. We want to like these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we're listening to the best moments from the shows, in you know, one minute contentless, contextless uh, clips. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why we aren't loving these shows. I mean, in well, all honesty, okay. they both kind of suck. <laughs> I have another theory. I have a new theory. Mm-hmm. Maybe. The Orville was just disqualified because they knew it would win all these categories. Uh, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. they were like, "That's Fox. not that's not fair to these other shows." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's on Fox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> liberals. <laughs> it's this Me Too generation. Yeah, and yeah. you know they're oh. They're all like, oh, I can't, uh, uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, or the, uh, you know, how the effects budget has to, you know, stretch a dollar and everything. Maybe the show doesn't have the highest budget. Maybe these other shows are paying off the voters and that's how they get to win. Mm-hmm. Because we've got, A, first of all, Amazon. That's like the richest company in the world, right? Yeah. And then second, mm-hmm. yep. Game of Thrones. They're on HBO. You, you have Third to pay yeah. so much a, money to get HBO. I got A, Amazon, B, HBO. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's C? C. Well, they said it several times in that last clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have the uh, the winners of the best Show actors. Time. Well, Cinemax, it could be, I guess. I don't think they won anything, mm-hmm. though. I was just going to say cable. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably right. Corporations, maybe. Do we yeah, want to... the true winners. <laughs> Do we want to hear the actors that beat Seth? Oh. It's going to make me mad, but yeah. sure. Can you give me... Can Do you know all their names? All the nominees' names? Um, I can look that up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is that the question that he asked you? <laughs> I, I don't know them, no. So what did you guys get done today? Uh, uh, you know. I groceries. I do. Um, I worked. What, did anybody else do that? Yeah. Yeah. No. I yeah. worked. Not today. Okay, so yeah, the uh, the other nom- the nominees for outstanding lead actor in a comedy series were Donald Glover for Atlanta, Boo. Anthony Boo. Anderson for Blackish, 
Who? Uh, Larry David for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Who? Uh, Larry David. No, I'm just saying, like, who's that? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think he's from, he's from Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I still don't know who he is. Like, he's like, who are you? You yeah. know? Well, if you saw his face, you'd recognize him. He was the guy that did uh, Bernie Sanders on SNL. Oh, okay. Oh, he's, he's good. On, he's good. Has he been on the Orville? He's good. Not yet. I think they're. I think uh, he's trying to get on, but they haven't let him on yet. Uh, Bill Hader for Barry. William H. Yeah. Macy for Shameless. And, uh, oh, yikes. Ted Danson for The Good Place. Oof. Ew. So mm, you're trying to tell so me creepy. they could put six guys on there. They can't put a number seven for Seth. I don't get it. Okay. Well, as they uh, look, if Seth was on that list, he would not be number seven. You know, he'd be number oh, one. No, of course. Everyone on that list is like eighty years old. Yeah. Larry David, he's like ninety. Yeah. Uh, who else? Ted did you say? Anthony Anderson. Oh my God, ancient. Yeah. Always yeah. Bill Hader. Bill, Bill Hader's got to be a hundred by now, Bill right? Bill Hader is like. Sometimes I think he's playing an old guy character, and then you're like, "Oh no, he's just he's just old and has brittle bones," you know. And then you have who else? Is Ted Danson? Mm-hmm. When's the last time he was on TV? Mm-hmm. Thirty, thirty, nineteen thirties. I mean, come on. Yeah. And then this Donald Glover, he's so young. He's too young. <laughs> he can't win. Yeah. You got to pay your dues. You got to pay or your dues. Or if you've already paid too much dues, then you got to retire and let someone else Ooh, win. I think these old guys, they got over overdue dues. They they haven't paid. They paid their dues, but you still got to keep paying your dues every one <laughs> over, a year. Overdue dues. Overdue dues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. And until now... Like, for real, I didn't even realize that Shameless was a comedy. I always assumed it was like, you know, How to Get yeah. Away with Murder or something like that. One of those kind of shows. Look, these these guys, they got to pay their dues. Kind of like how you have to always pay if you, your library dues. And these guys, the library they went, they went to was like the Lost Library of Alexandria. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, Kevin, I don't want them to like sue us or anything, so please don't don't go too wild mm-hmm. on them. Yeah, I remember when they were alive, King Tut was alive. <laughs> wow, wow! Respect, respect. Uh, here, let me play this clip for the winner. Uh, and surprise, surprise, it's not Seth MacFarlane. Somehow, you want to know what I'm good at? I'm good at killing people. Yeah, when I got back from Afghanistan, I uh, was really depressed. You know, like I didn't leave my house for months. And uh, this friend of my dad's, he's, uh, he's like an uncle to me. He, uh, he helped me out and he gave me a purpose. He told me that, that what I was good at over there could be useful here. And uh, it's a job, you know, like, the money's good. And uh, these people I take out, like they're, they're bad people. You know, like they're pieces of shit. Um, but lately, you know, I've, I'm not sleeping and uh, 
that depressed feelings back, you know? Okay, that's supposed to be a comedy. You know, I gotta say, in fairness, that was like really funny. <laughs> so if Seth wasn't nominated, then I guess I see why this guy got it. Like I was cracking the fuck up when he was, <laughs> he was talking about killing people. That yeah. was like really good. Maybe Seth wrote on that show. Does anybody know? Oh, he must have. Well, he, Seth, he's not credited, but <laughs> that's basically Seth's storyline on uh, in the Orville. So. You know, it sounds like you kind of just copy pasted that character. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow. Uh, what so was that guy's off. name? That was Bill Hader from the show Barry. And he won. He won. So uh, that's the guy who won? That's the guy who won. Uh, again, a show from HBO. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. HBO old. Uh, <laughs> Hater be, Hater be old. Um Gosh, I mean, look, uh, respect to Bill Hader for uh, helping design Stonehenge, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you're, he's a little too old to be acting, uh, keeping up with Seth. <laughs> like, great design, but we don't really get it. Kind of like, we don't really get what you're doing on the show. Also, like, he's always talking about how he was the main guy behind Stonehenge, and I read that that's not true. He was just one of the, like, worker people. <laughs> Yeah, he was probably just pulling rope. And yeah, and all the other people are like talking. And again, you know, this is gossip, so whatever. Don't take it with a grain of salt or whatever. But I mean, do take it with a grain of salt. But um, I heard that he was like he took like really long breaks, and he always he would poop like three times a day, and that's a, thirty minutes each time. He was a cigarette smoker, and he'd be like, "Oh, I got my cigarette," you know, and go out there. Like, dude, Meanwhile, these other break. guys, these other guys are like. Oh, what? I got to start smoking cigarettes now so I can get a free five minute break every day, you know? <laughs> and then next thing you know, everybody at Stonehenge is smoking cigarettes and there's a mandated 10 minute break. And Bill doesn't want to talk about all those guys that later had lung issues. And, you know, he don't want to talk. He don't want us talking about that. Yeah. And global warming. Yep. You know, mm. cigarette butts, turtles eat. A lot. Ten. Do you wait? Um, do I know how many turtle butts <laughs> Bill Hader eats? <laughs> I mean, I got it. I have to admit, I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Does anybody? I mean, what is well, he hiding? <laughs> I can put a lower bound on it because the other night I did sneak into his bedroom while he was asleep with a turtle. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so it's at least one a year yeah, if we fun. if we can track this pattern. <laughs> do you do it every year, Tim? Yeah, uh, <laughs> on my birthday. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Tim! I'm oh, sorry I missed you. your birthday yesterday. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I don't understand what is going on here. The world. It's upside down to me. It doesn't make sense, and I don't understand. Yeah, I'm getting a little emotional about it because oh. I've got, I'm kind of invested in the show, you know, in a way. And I don't know why these people that don't work as hard as Seth, they aren't as funny as Seth, they aren't as handsome as Seth for damn sure. Oh yeah, I mean that list I I, I listed off. It's a uh, it's a uh, six fours at best, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I just realized something. Hmm. Scott Grimes wasn't on there. Exactly. Well, he'd be supporting. He would be supporting. Yeah, supporting. He probably got supporting. Well, no, he's a lead guy. And anything yeah. else. Watch Critters yeah. too. I gotta say, like, the Orville should have been taken up pretty much every slot in this category. I mean, you got Seth, Scott, uh, the, the guy I like, whose name Jay I Lee. can't remember. Jay the, Lee. the interrogation uh, scene alone is going into the AFI vault. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you got Bordis and Clydesdale and um blabberock like that's oh. six yeah right yeah there. yes it the things norm mcdonald can we just well, talk about how yafit should get his own category how much we love norm <laughs> and he is just killing it lately <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's just got his finger on the pulse you know <laughs> And I think maybe the world was, or the Emmys were a little scared, or they, yeah. or maybe, maybe some, uh, like AT and T was like, "Don't do it, you'll break the internet," and that's bad <laughs> for us. So they gave the Emmys a bunch of money. I'm guessing this is my theory. AT and T paid the <laughs> Emmys over six hundred million dollars to not have Norm Macdonald win Best Actor. In any show, in any category, and because they were scared of breaking the internet. Yeah, I'm trying to find the line. I can't. I can't. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like much like if if they had a popular category, a biggest bitch category, if they had a sexiest sex scene, the the Yafit mm-hmm. doctor scene would be the big winner by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there wouldn't even be any other nominees. They wouldn't bother. Well, there's uh, the opening scene. Yeah, with no, no. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. Like anybody who's ever seen that scene had a boner. That's disgusting. I oh, mean, I know some people who enjoy that kind of uh, <laughs> scenario. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, honestly, just watching a guy make you know come is <laughs> like it's inherently sexual. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be weird that that turns you on a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to shame you guys or anything. That's fine. You can like that scene, I guess. Oh, you're not allowed to shame us anymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If you like that scene, that's what you like, isn't it? I guess I should shame you. Sorry. Tell me tell me, I'm a bad boy for, <laughs> for, for getting hard watching that. <laughs> Call me weirdo. <laughs> I would get into the lead actors for uh, drama which is another clip that I have, but it's so boring. I don't even want to play it. Uh, It was was the guy from the Americans. That's who won. Oh, yeah. Seth is American. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. It's so easy. That could be him. These people, they're playing these characters that are like, oh, I'm a this guy, but I'm I'm actually trying to be this guy. Like, Bill Hader's doing that. Mm Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm a contract killer, but I'm I'm trying to be an actor and I'm not in his stupid fucking show, Barry. And then there's fucking this guy, Matthew Reese Rice, who gives a fucking Christ. And then and he's over here like, oh, I'm a spy, but I'm trying to be a, a, not a spy in a family. That's so easy to do that. Seth has to be the captain, has to be the leader. He has to be smart. 
has to be funny. He has to be in charge. He's got to take care of the these people, and but he's got to also look sense like vulnerable, like as like a a man, like because what Seth is telling you is that it's okay to be, it's okay to cry, it's okay to be hurt. I mean, Seth would never cry, but he's letting you know, like, if if I, I don't think Seth can cry, which is like, it limits his acting sometimes, because sometimes I think, you know, oh, it'd be cool if Seth cried here, but maybe that would just be, maybe that's just It's kind of like, it. I mean, Seth telling you it's okay to cry is kind of like if Barry Bonds told you it's okay to strike out. Yeah. Like he never has done it. He never will do it. He's not capable of it, but it's uh-huh. like you can't hold yourself to that standard. He's telling you it's okay for a lesser man, maybe more of a little sissy boy to cry is okay. I would see Barry Bonds go to the dugout after striking out sometimes and the co- the people would try to be like it's okay, Barry uh Bonds and he would say it's not okay. It's never okay. That was his for a famous quote. It's never okay to strike out. But I think... Hmm. Was that... Sorry. Is that related to the show, Barry? Oh. Well, the show Barry seems to strike out on all the... Every, <laughs> everything, every swing it takes, you know? So, uh, maybe it is related. Maybe he is based on Barry Bonds. I think the Orville, the Orville must be based on Barry Bonds because it's a home run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's out it's out in left field. Uh, it's out of left field. Where's Barry? Where's the position? It's Barry Bonds play. It's way right out of field, right field. Yeah, yeah it's actually field. way out of right field. That's how of... that's that's the Orville subverting your expectations. <laughs> can we um, review all the nominees for outstanding Man, choreography? We can talk all day. About oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, nobody has any place they need to be after this, right? <laughs> we're just like, uh, oh yeah, talking forever. Yeah, we're just shooting the shit, buddies. Well, so the 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 outstanding choreography Emmys. All right, I'll go down the nominee list. Al Blackstone from So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. Mandy Moore from So You Think You Can Dance. <laughs> Christopher Scott from So You Think You Can Dance. Travis Wall from So You Think You Can Dance, and Chloe Arnold from The Late Late Show with James Corden. <laughs> and that's what the Orville should have been. Yeah. Yeah. It's like funniest episode. Episode one from The Orville. <laughs> episode two from The Orville. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing they're going to do a separate Emmys, maybe a second <laughs> Emmys, kind of right before season two starts to kind of generate a little buzz be like oh have you been to the orville emmys <laughs> where the orville wins every award <laughs> okay that's a good idea let's give out our own awards now <laughs> these yes. are these are the orvillies okay mm-hmm. um so let's see best best comedy show on television uh what what do you guys say i'm gonna go first and i'm gonna choose i'm gonna take uh the orville i don't i'm and that means you guys can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be... Oh, I have a feeling. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, if you take the... or Are you taking the show, the ship, or the guy? Oh, the ship. Okay. I'm going to take the guy. Okay. I'm going to use my pirate card and commandeer <laughs> the ship from Tim... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jack Sparrow type character. 
I think you're going to regret using that card so early. Later on, you're going to wish you had that. <laughs> well, hey, that's uh, kind of the big event. Uh, we'll I just have I just have something to say to you, Kev, about you trying to be a pirate. Yeah. Hello, puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Remember from the movie from? Pirates of the Caribbean? From the or- Orville? Uh, it might have also been in that. Hello, puppet. I don't know that scene. Hello, puppet. Who's is that? Scott Grimes says it. Who's puppet? Who who's puppet? I guess it would be Scott Grimes if it was going to be someone. He's kind of a puppet. <laughs> okay. I guess I got to rewatch uh, Pirates. I just know Jack Sparrow. And the winner is the Orville. Yeah. It actually wins for every category. Sweet. So yeah, it gets like uh, twenty Orville awards. Let's see. What else do we want to talk about this week, guys? Uh, I have That's to go get end. my charger. Oh, okay. um, I guess we'll talk about Oh, this nice car, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was crazy that the Orville did not get nominated for anything, though. Yeah. That's funny. I think there would have been because family Family Guy got nominated a lot, right? Oh, I didn't look. Family Guy got nominated twice this year. Alex Borstein won. Oh, from Family Guy. Yes. Uh, So Seth Seth did kind of win an Emmy. Well, (laughs) sure. He was he was nominated also for Family Guy. But he let her He have never it. won for Family Guy? He let her have it. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I mean this this year he was nominated oh for Family Guy. Really? He, yeah, he won in 2000 for being Stewie and he won in 2002 for the song you've got a lot to see oh i love that song mm-hmm. and, and man in, t- in 2000 he won in 2016 for being uh peter griffin brian griffin stewie griffin glenn quagmire tom tucker dr hartman and mr spacely <laughs> and he won in 2017 for being peter griffin brian griffin stewie griffin and glenn quagmire because mm. he figured oh. out he didn't have to try as hard he didn't have to do eight characters <laughs> But that was some of his best voice work in those years. Mm. Well, for sure. He's got a great voice. <laughs> yeah, have you heard him sing? I t- my favorite song is The Things You'll See. <laughs> <laughs> Can you um, sing that for us? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the things you'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the things you'll see. <laughs> you got the things you'll see. <laughs> anyway, so, um, the other thing we've been into lately, if you've been listening to the show, is, of course, our business, DXN, Ganoderma. Thank you, Dr. Lim. We love you. Um, it, I don't know. They say that business is going to be so easy. But to me, 
it has almost been a little difficult. I've got to say, I've I've gotten a little discouraged. Um, my family members are mad at me for always trying to make them drink this mushroom stuff and buy it from me. Um, but that's part of what Dr. Lim teaches us is about, is about hard work. You mm-hmm. know, if you persevere then you can make it through. So in a way that's like better than money. Yeah. Just learning that lesson. And something I've, I've started yeah. doing, which is, I do feel a little guilty about it, but I start crying in front of people <laughs> when I'm trying to sell them DXN and I'm like, I tell them how miserable I am and how I just need somebody, please just, and I'm like, it actually does work, but it just, you know, and this, uh, every now and then, like one in 10, I'll get a buyer off that, just doing that. So it's a little hot tip for any of, uh, anybody out there is trying to get some more people. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, thank you. I can turn it on. Like, boom. <laughs> it's like, it's something I access. It's, can you do it right now? Yes, yeah, sell me again. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's, it's always really close to the surface. Ever since I started selling, the water shoots out of my eyes like that, <laughs> like that lady who shoots milk out of her. <laughs> yeah, you know that famous lady. <laughs> But so I she have cries been, milk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is her curse. Uh, she ran into a wizard who, who she betrayed, and she was cursed, cursed to cry milk at a high psi. <laughs> wow. So uh, I've I've taken to like scouring the internet, trying to find um, encouraging things out there to keep me going, keep me on the DXN train, keep me uh, you know, faithful in my love for Doctor Lim. Uh, like I, I don't need my family anymore because Dr. Lim is my family. He's my mom now. I don't need my mom. Oh, um, I mean, he also doesn't return my calls currently, but, uh, he's a busy guy. He's, he's, he's like a the, lot busier than your mom. Yeah. He's trying, yeah. He's yeah. trying well, to kind of, mom, but. he's probably pretending that he's, you know, he's like, Oh, I got to treat him like his mom treated him to wean him off his mom. <laughs> yeah. But I found a really good video online to uh, try and uh, teach us how to sell Ganoderma to people. We'll listen to this. We'll get some good tips. Um, Listeners, you can also take some notes. And if you are also a DXN person, like us, a salesperson, um, you can use this to make some good sales. Uh, So here we go. Hi there. My name is Laureen. Welcome. Can I ask you a question? Do you drink coffee or do you know somebody who does? I'm going to guess that your answer to that question is yes, because in the United States alone, more than 500 million cups of coffee are consumed each and every day. Do you have a favorite brand? For me, it was Starbucks. And after I lost my job due to the economy, I did go from a venti to a grande, and I did go from more than six bucks to more (laughs) than four bucks. But I can tell you that what I didn't do was I didn't give up my Starbucks, because I absolutely (laughs) loved it. She absolutely loved it. Now, I've never mm-hmm. actually had Starbucks myself. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> when, when, when she said she went from six bucks to four bucks, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Uh, well, sounds like maybe she was in some sort of 
she was getting some sort of deal at the <laughs> at the Starbucks. Maybe if you're a customer, a frequent customer, you can drop it down uh, to four bucks. Oh, that's Starbucks. how much she paid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, it sounds like that's how much she got. That's a pretty I affordable. Starbucks was paying her. No, no, but well, that's a pretty affordable cup of coffee, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, like a, a Ganoderma cup would run you like eight to ten dollars for that month. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, you can sub- you could barely support one orphan in Africa <laughs> on that cup of coffee a day. Yeah, that's how affordable it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, she yeah. lost her job due to the economy. So she had to spend less on her coffee. So she went from a venti to a grande or, or vice versa. I'm not sure. How do those work? I don't know. How does that, what is that? That's interesting. I like that. <laughs> that sounds cool. They have funny names for their coffee. Yeah. I'm just That's the tr- name of a coffee? I don't know. <laughs> I've never been to a Starbucks. So <laughs> Maybe... Nah, 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 here. Let, let's just listen to the next clip. I don't know. Okay. Here we go. I was willing to travel more than 10 minutes just to get to the store, wait 20 minutes in line to get my coffee, really enjoying it, and I even thought I was making a really healthy choice for myself by getting this skinny vanilla latte. But we all know that regular coffee can have some negative side effects, right? Like the jitters and upset stomach, and then there's the dreaded caffeine crash, right? Where you've got to go and you've got to get yourself more caffeine just to get started again. Well, what if I told you that there was a healthier alternative? I'm listening. (laughs) I'd be really excited to hear that. I'm a little confused because she's been asking us a lot of questions (laughs) and she hasn't given us time to answer most of them. And now Mm -hmm. I feel like I am supposed to answer this one. Like I'm still back on my favorite coffee brand. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's weird that she's trying to convince us that this, this thing she would, you know, spend 30 minutes a day getting is bad. Like that sounds yeah. good to me. I, I, hmm, there's not a lot of things that I, I wait 30 minutes a day for. Well, this, there's a Starbucks that's only five minutes from me. So even if I do have to wait 20 minutes, that's, you know, that's 25 minutes. I can actually do better than her. I can beat yeah. her time. Well, and- yeah. This is where you're at a disadvantage not watching the video because it's clear she lives in an igloo in Antarctica. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she and right, does she have some sort of helicopter right outside of her? No, igloo? she's got no. some dogs and a sled, but it looks yeah, like yeah. one of the rails is broken off. Um, oh wow! One of the dogs is hungry. He looks so, hungry. Yeah, so she's at least 30 minutes from a Starbucks. Yikes. Hmm. Yikes. She should try feeding her dog before she tries to go to Starbucks, and I feel like that could, she could cut down some time maybe. Yeah. That's a good idea. She probably feeds the dog some Starbucks. Oh, <laughs> do you think that's what her plan is going to be? Probably. A healthier alternative is instead give the coffee to your dog and then drink your dog's piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like now I know some shamans will do that for you, but to do it with the dog, that might actually. <laughs> if I can get my dog to take drink a Ganoderma coffee, I think that might be my next uh, my next best uh, option. Well, to drink my dog tea. people don't don't realize this, but their their piss is like ten times cleaner than human piss. You know, mm-hmm. so it's fine. Yeah. I mean, you can drink that. 
Well, it's like the dirtiest place in your entire house is your own mouth, you know, right. like scientifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you put anything in there from your house, it's getting cleaner, <laughs> including dog piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I have a toothache, I'll just get a little dog pee and swirl it around. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Even without having them drink the coffee or whatever, like we're saying this lady does? Yeah, this is just like, you can do this if you don't have coffee. You just dog pee, it cures toothaches. Okay. It's good. Do you have to swallow it? No, you don't. You that's can, that's the hardest part for me. But it's can, really a can you, can you swallow it? Yeah, you can. Otherwise, I mean, I consider it a huge waste. It's like, do you have to swallow the food that you're chewing? No, you don't. But, I mean... Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Very. Like You don't have to swallow anything if you don't want to, dude. <laughs> Kevin's making some good points. <laughs> well, I think we figured out what the answer to her question is, but let's go ahead and listen to it just in case. Healthy coffee. Yes, healthy coffee. It's actually infused with an ancient secret that was so highly sought after and so valued that ancient kings and emperors valued it more than gold. It's called Ganoderma lucidum, and it's been called the king of herbs, and even by some called a miracle for those looking for a healthier life. The wow. king of herbs, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think, you think just kings wanted this? No, 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 no. It was kings and emperors. They both wanted Ganoderma because it was more worth more to them than gold. And have you ever been to a Kings vs. Emperors game? It's, uh, <laughs> it's it gets pretty physical, you know. Yeah. And the Ganoderma cup. <laughs> it's could... it's ancient kings and ancient emperors because it's an ancient herb. I don't know if you guys heard that. She only said it a couple of times that it's ancient. Well, I'm used to only modern herbs, mm-hmm. like yeah. New McDonald's. World. <laughs> <laughs> like LSD. <laughs> like some Designer of them just like trout. make it. <laughs> yeah, my favorite herbs are created in a laboratory. Mm-hmm. And, you know, lots of, they put it in a little tube and it spins around really fast. Yeah. Well, that's it, fake. That used to be the case for me, but now I'd have Ganoderma, ancient herb of kings. I didn't know how old it was. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I thought it was something Dr. Lim just kind of, maybe he was shitting in his backyard <laughs> and he discovered a red mushroom growing out of it because he was... I don't know. Maybe he drank a lot of chlorine or something. Kevin, no offense, but that's <laughs> foolish. Okay. <laughs> we'll say what you will, but I'm allowed to. I'm a free thinker, and this is what why Dr. Lim is saying that I might actually be one of the top tier people in his circles. Did now. he tell you that? Did he answer your phone call? <laughs> no, but by the way, the amount of times he let it ring, I can kind of. <laughs> Like, he didn't silence it right away. He definitely looked at the phone, thought about it, then it hit the, it hit the full decline. 
Kevin, it seems like you're being foolish again. <laughs> I, well, yeah, fool me once. <laughs> I just think that it's amazing that we're still learning things about Ganondorma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even, before today, I didn't even know it's considered a miracle by some, you know? Well, I knew it was considered a miracle by one, which is me. <laughs> right. Yeah. But there's other people out there, apparently. Yeah, I knew Tim considered it a miracle, but then I didn't know other people also did. <laughs> but yeah, so let's see. Here's some more of this pitch. Here we go. People drinking Ganoderma coffee have said that they feel clearer in their thoughts, they don't have any jitters, and they've even reported that it has caused weight loss. Now, I don't know about you, but I was pretty excited about that. But the health benefits of Ganoderma really just start there. That's not where they end. And if you do some research, you'll find that Ganoderma is actually one of the most successfully used natural wellness ingredients, and that there have been a ton of clinical studies about the curative properties of Ganoderma. So even scientists say it's good? Yep. Yeah. Is this woman a scientist? They're doing, they're getting it in the lab. Sorry, what? <laughs> Is she a scientist? Do we know? Because she's saying a lot like of it. smart, smart things. Well, she said she did the research. So. Well, and I think it's mostly just scientists that live in Antarctica, you know? Yeah, there's nobody else that lives there. I I have is this a judgment free zone? Is this a safe mm-hmm. safe space? It depends Ooh. if you're gonna <laughs> it depends if you're if you're Just gonna tread yes, on, if you're man. gonna tread on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna say anything bad about this country, um Norm MacDonald, the Orville, <laughs> or Fox News, then yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. I it just Look, I, you know, I do lots of Ganoderma, but I always like to cut it up and put it into my mac and cheese. <laughs> but I hear all this stuff about coffee, and I truly don't know. Do you put it into coffee, or do you like dry it and grind it up and then brew it yeah, as coffee? I've been thinking that you put it in your coffee, so that's what I've been doing. But this woman seems to be saying that you drink it instead of coffee because it. I mean, it sounds like tea. She's also calling it gamoderma. So maybe this is like a different thing than what I thought it was. I've been going to Dunkin' Donuts, getting an iced latte, and putting a nice old hunk of ganoderma slice in there. Just as a little garnish garnish on the rim. You know, occasionally I'll squeeze it. You know, no juice comes out, but I squeeze it over the, uh, the, the coffee. Well, you have to put it in your palm and then smack it to express the oil. You need to activate it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. No, I've been doing it the TUA where I, I just put some Ganoderma in some hot water and I drink that. I've never actually had coffee before. Um, she's making it sound interesting. I wouldn't mind trying coffee at some point. You have to get um, the skinny coffee is what I learned. Oh, okay. That's what that's what she said. Hmm. Well, she gets the skinny flat white almond or something like that uh with a little uh tincture an expression can you tincture. order can you order ganoderma at starbucks wow wow there's only one way to find out <laughs> we should if go only someone is about to go out anyway they could <laughs> stop by starbucks and ask yeah that'd be really convenient if one of yeah. us was about to go to Starbucks, that person should definitely <laughs> ask for Ganoderma. 
Yeah, I would just love to try this coffee stuff she's talking about. It's good, Greggy. I've had it probably four or five times in my life. <laughs> and every single time, I've actually never had the jitters. Mm. You just keep keep going back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, I haven't had any since uh, since I learned that you have to eat the Ganonderma. Well, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kev, you've had it four or five times, and I think that number is easy to remember because you have it three or four times after every time you have sex. Yes. <laughs> well, it's something. Oh, that explains why I've never had it before. <laughs> <laughs> well, because after sex, I just knock out. Normally, and I get so sleepy. And normally, you know, after sex, your lover normally wants to just stay up and talk for six, seven hours. Yeah. So I'll go grab me four, four coffees, bring it back to the house, and uh, you know. Yeah. And then what? Drink them. Oh. <laughs> oh. Nice. You get so dehydrated too. Yeah. During sex, because all the water that comes out of your penis. <laughs> oh, man. Just imagining trying to drink four cups of Ganoderma. I don't think I could do it. It's hard enough. Like, I can I can get through one cup currently without, you know, vomiting like I was when we first started. But I don't think I could go through four. Yeah. You know what's messed up is how... There's, they say like, oh, drink one cup of Ganoderma. And I open my cupboard and I'm like, okay, well, this cup's huge. This cup's tiny. I'm like, well, what do you, what do you mean? You know, <laughs> like I'm drinking, some days I'm drinking a giant cup, you know, and the next day that cup's dirty and I got to drink a really small cup and <laughs> the effects are different some days. I don't know. I just wish they would standardize it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, how has the world not figured that out yet? <laughs> That's what I tell my wife. I say, look, I'm only having one cup of vodka a day, <laughs> but I choose the cup. Well, it makes baking in my house terrible. <laughs> How much vodka are you putting into your baking? Oh, yeah, when I'm making my, when I'm making my, flour, my lemon vodka cake. <laughs> you guys, there's one more clip of this lady. One sec. Here we go. This is probably going to be the big closer. Yeah. This is the big, this is where she sells us all. So if you're already drinking coffee or tea, then why not drink a healthier alternative? Especially if you could get paid just for drinking it or referring it to others. Now, I don't know about you, but Starbucks never paid me a single penny for recommending their product. So here's what I'd like for you to do. Fill out your information here in the box, your name and your email, and get our Healthy Coffee Talk newsletter and our free report about the health benefits of Ganoderma. I can certainly tell you that drinking coffee has never been this fun, healthy, or profitable. I look forward to seeing you on the other side. Have a great day. Don't forget to fill out your information. Bye. Okay, so now she's saying that we are drinking coffee? Drinking coffee has never been this fun? Or is she saying it's more fun than drinking coffee? She's saying, yeah, she's saying drinking coffee has never been as fun as drinking Ganondero coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's a close race. It's neck and neck, but technically... <laughs> It's never been as fun. You will have a slight bit more fun on a Ganondorma, even, you know, on a bad day. 
It's interesting that she said she gets paid for drinking Ganoderma. Like, that isn't, so far as I've seen, that hasn't been the case for me. <laughs> like, I have to purchase the Ganoderma. Yeah, I've, I'm far from earning money. I'm <laughs> very far negative so far. Yeah, I'm not yet at the point where I start sipping. Sometimes I'll have, <laughs> I'll have my bank statement open, you know, on the, on the computer and I'll start sipping the can, the Ganoderma and I'll see those numbers climbing at all. So I'm far from that day. Maybe one day I can sit there and every time I sip, Get a little extra hunk of change in my account. It sounds like a good deal. You know, I'm not getting paid to drink the Ganoderma per se, but I feel like the Ganoderma just makes me so, like, function so much better at work that I'm pretty sure mm. I'm going to get a raise pretty soon. So in that way, it is it is making me money. Mm. You're always so positive, Miranda. <laughs> Thanks. I, it's this the stuff I've been trying. It's called Ganoderma. You should check it out. Ah. <laughs> Fill out all the information in the box and send in your email and yeah, but send it Ganondorfa. to me. <laughs> um, I have just a thought that I'd like to share with you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gabe Dan and Derma. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah. Okay. Ah. You like that? Yeah, yeah I really like that. that. Yeah, he's a big celebrity. Like that. He's a big yeah. celebrity. He will. Yeah. If we can get that going, everybody's going to be like, oh, like Gabe Dannon. Oh, okay. That would be Look, huge for Ganondorf. I don't want to punch this up or anything, but maybe what if we can get Nick Cannon? <laughs> well, I mean, you mean, instead or both? Well, because Nick Cannon's got Wild and Out and... Maybe we can do a Ganonderma episode a while now and see how much funnier and more on everybody is mm. and how much better their raps are. What if we combine the two? Hi, I'm Nick Ganonderma. I'm Gabe Ganonderma. <laughs> and we wanted to tell you about Ganonderma, the great coffee that you drink that makes you, it's a miracle. And there's just sorry, just bursting in. Sorry, I was late. I'm here's my medical license. I'm Ganon dermatologist. Yes, okay. and I'm DMX with DXN, and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we all and this is my uh, truffle riders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There is some bad news to report. Oh, no. Um, Seth is dead. No, don't say it. What if that news broke pill ready? I immediately assume. (laughs) What what if that news legitimately broke while we were recording? That would be great. Would Um, it be great? You sick for for the podcast, not for the world. Okay, I'm sorry. I take it back. Okay. Well, learn to forgive, little Norm McDonald. Um, <laughs> healthycoffeetalk.com, which, of course, was that the website of the woman we were just listening to, uh-huh. uh, has been seized by GoDaddy. She oh, lost no. the domain. That's sad. So there's no way to get that Ganoderma. <laughs> she should play her pirate card to get that back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello, puppet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Probably she got so rich from Ganoderma that she retired and she didn't, you know, need to keep the uh, website going anymore. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's going to be us soon, guys. We're going <laughs> to be on the beach. Oh, retire. God. It's, it's got to be soon, I hope, because I don't know how much longer I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not looking good for me, really. <laughs> <laughs> I can only afford... <laughs> I, my burn down rate i only have money for another six weeks before i'm done oh no yeah before i'm selling plasma to blood donations and the wife how is she she's gonna have to get her to sell some of her plasma too yeah we're gonna be hooked up on well she's not allowed of the house of course so <laughs> i go sell all the plasma i have come home transfuse her plasma into me and go back for a double down donation <laughs> And they'd have no, they're none the wise. They're like, this guy oh, yeah. is, is I make sure to, rich. I make sure to talk to the other person there to be yeah. like, hi, yeah, I'm looking to do, oh no, left my left arm, please. <laughs> right. That's beast mode, Tim. All I do is win. You've gone beast mode. Plasma Rich, that's a cool name. That should be somebody's name in season two. Yes, that's that segment, I guess. What what else do we have to do? Uh, other podcasts they quit. Uh, <laughs> Twitter. Is there any? Did anybody find any good tweets this week? Oh. There's one by this guy. Um, actually, I forget what your name is. You changed it in the past few months, but by this guy, Kev. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's a really great tweet. Oh what yeah. Say? Uh, it's a really funny video called Eighth Grade Film Review." <laughs> that is good. That doesn't whoever, sound that funny to me. Whoever made that? No, it's really good. Whoever made that <laughs> clip, really good. Really good content. Somebody made a clip of uh of our review of Eighth Grade, and then they tweeted about it. So. If you look that person up, you'll probably find it. Have like a certain, I don't know, boyish charm to it. <laughs> so yeah, go find that tweet, guys. I got. I, I have a tweet here. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's by Mark Jackson, uh, the guy who plays. Uh, well, used to play for the Golden State Warriors, then he coached them, and uh, now he's acting as. Um, what is that guy's name? The robot. Mm-hmm. Um, Zobot. Who's the guy in the world? Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. Isaac. He yes. even wrote an episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says, such a great night at the hashtag Fox Emmy party. Beautiful venue, fun chat, and spot on music. Congrats to all the winners. And thanks to at KEP Rebels for the remarkable threads and Sean name at Abrams for such a being for being such a brilliant plus one at the Orville at Fox TV hashtag the Orville. And there's a beautiful picture of him in his lovely KEP Rebels remarkable threads. And it's by Getty Images. And he was definitely at the <laughs> Emmys, not just a party. Why? He, he goes to it. seems like you would want to, um, what's it called, boycott the Emmys in his shoes. Yeah, he seems like a bit of a two-faced scumbag mm-hmm. at this Ma- point. 
Maybe he's one of those people who just has to like change the system from the inside, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, if I use my superior intellect and game theory to, uh, you know, control these people here, I will have the Orville, um, you know, back in its rightful spot as the best show on TV critics and fans thinking the same. Definitely. Yes. I guess we really have to just wait for the People's Choice Awards. <laughs> because, of yeah. course, the Orville is going to win every award there. Did you guys see what JP's Egotastic Fun Time tweeted oh. out? Well, no, let's not talk about that because uh, I want to read my tweet. Oh, okay. Um, from <laughs> Penny Johnson Gerald uh, uh, at Pen- Penny J. Gerald, who is, uh, of course, Dr. Claire from the show. Um, it, while I, while I read this, see if you can, uh, spot any names that are left out of her tweet. She says, uh, we're almost finished shooting season two on at the Orville hashtag the Orville. And without hesitation, I can say, I still love my castmates at Seth McFarlane at Adrian Plecky at Scott Grimes hashtag Peter Macon at Jay Lee <laughs> film. <laughs> Um, at Mark Jack or Mark Jackson X at Jessica Zor at BJ Tanner TV at Kai Wiener and at Chad L. Coleman. <laughs> Sorry. And she's got a bitmoji here that says "Love ya." It's a um, Notice who's not on that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Norm. Norm McDonald. <laughs> Norm. So she doesn't love Norm. Okay. It makes me wonder, is Norm coming back in season two? <laughs> well, the other person who seems to be missing is... Of course. Of course, maybe doing her spinoff, mm-hmm. Hulk Alara Hulk. Yes. Hulk Alara, mm. I don't know, working title. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Alara is not on that list. Her yeah. name is Halston Sage, and she has yeah. Twitter. Uh, and I believe... Penny Johnson does love her, but she can't say she is one of her castmates any longer. I think yeah. that's and while as opposed to Norm Macdonald, who I believe is still a castmate, but whom she does not love uh, for obvious political reasons. <laughs> what? What? Why would you not love Norm? You'd have to <laughs> say it. <laughs> I don't know. You, you'd have to be dumb not to love Norm, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe she's dumb. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just plays a doctor on TV and she's not a real one. <laughs> that could be. There are no dumb doctors, by the way, in case anybody's wondering. Well, thank God there aren't. I know. You'd be in trouble. Fall into the trap. Uh, of being dumb. All the doctors I know, Dr. Kevin O'Brien and Dr. Lim, they're both really smart. So. Yeah. 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 And I looked it up and Peter Macon does not have a Twitter. That's why she, he got a hashtag rather than an ad. It wasn't just that. What comes up for hashtag Peter Macon? Was hashtag Peter Macon not trending at the time? <laughs> she was just trying to get a little more action, a little more followers. Sometimes I'll do that with a tweet. I'll see a, hash, a trending hashtag and... Or like, I'll just be, you know, 
tweeting, I'll, I'll be tweeting about, you know, oh, the line at uh, Dungeon Donuts was too long after uh, this sex I just had. And then I'll do hash, I'll, I'll just add in hashtag Paul Manafort, hashtag Never Trump, and, or something like that, you know, just to gain, just to get a little more eyes on my tweet. So I thought maybe Penny was just trying to get more people seeing what she's tweeting about, a little more Orville excitement by tweeting the blazing hot hashtag Peter Macon. Blazing. But, I think it but might I'll, be trending because people are so upset about him not getting nominated for any Emmys. That's what I'm seeing. When I look at the hashtag, it's like a lot of people just pissed off. People going, excuse me, am I reading this list wrong? Hashtag Peter Macon. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually watching Bosch uh, and a show that is uh, also on Amazon. Um, maybe they didn't have the money to pay for Bosch to get them, like they did Mrs. Maisel. But um, I was watching Bosch and Peter Macon was on an episode of Bosch. Did you recognize him? I, I I heard his this guy was talking <laughs> and I'm like I'm like that's Bordis, dude. And uh, yeah, it was Dutch is Bordis. <laughs> and it was like Bordis is wearing this crazy human outfit. Human <laughs> ghost. And it was really great, and I'm just glad. I was just glad that he was he was a bit too busy in the year 2014. The Orville seems like almost like summer camp. Mm-hmm. You know, all mm, these people, in what way? all these people hooking up and dating, and these lifelong friendships. And then when they're done filming, you have to cry and say bye. Mm-hmm. Say I'll write you. I promise. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Do we want to talk about the crazy news? Like, Scott Grimes broke up with Elon Musk, and now he's dating um, Adrian <laughs> Pilecki? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Downgrade. <laughs> you, went, you went from being with the smartest, genius, baddest-ass guy who... Is not afraid, second. not afraid to, sorry, second badass guy, not afraid to call out a pedophile when he sees one. <laughs> and you, and you downgraded to this walking, like, billboard of the word bitch. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's awful. It yeah, really it's is. It's yeah. just funny. Can you imagine dating a walking billboard of the word <laughs> bitch? <laughs> Mm. Well, better than a non-walking billboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, well, maybe not because then you, you, you know, she's not gonna follow you. And... You can just walk away, like I'm yeah. done with this for now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I've dated a billboard before. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? I don't know. Just you see it twice a day. You develop feelings, and yeah. But what did it, what did yours say on it? Oh, I only ever saw the back of it. Did it have a? Oh, I was gonna say, did it have a phone number you called and spoke to it? <laughs> yeah, it was a rude guy who was asking me for money. <laughs> anyway, I ended up selling him three kilos of the Gano. <laughs> oh, gee. Damn. And then got on a plane and flew first class to Salt Lake City to celebrate. Wow, wow. that's. It's a bummer when 
you sell three kilos and you're like, damn, I gotta fly to Salt City. It's gonna all this money I just made. Oh I but I gotta go celebrate at the Salt Lake. Yeah. Get in the Uber and say, Take me to Temple Square. <laughs> Man, that Uber driver went a long way for me. First class. That's what Tim calls first class. Uber. Uh speaking of Calling a number and uh, buying a lot of Ganoderma. Uh, th- we have a voicemail you can call. It's 775-285-6224, also known as Splat Job AI. Um, <laughs> a lot of people call all the time, and uh, they leave really good messages. Uh, this message, okay, it doesn't necessarily follow our rules that are clearly laid out. A, say hello, Miranda and the crew. Say you love us. Um, what What are the other ones? Like, say we're doing a good job or something. Do we care about that? I mean, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice when they say it. Yeah. Say you love the show, definitely. But but don't say, lie yeah, but say you love us. Yeah. Don't lie yeah. to us. Also. No. Just tell the truth, which is that you love the show. <laughs> you love us. Yeah. We're doing a great job. If, if you, you don't feel that way, don't call. Mm-hmm. If you want, you can like le- ask a question or something, but that isn't necessary. Uh, so yeah, this guy did not follow those rules to the T, uh, but I don't know. I, I, I still really like the message. Here we go. Hey, this is Tom. Oh, I'm trapped in a wall right now. Like, I'm really, really scared. But I just called to say hey to Miranda and the gang, because I really love your podcast. I got it all on my phone down here, and, you know, I guess I'm just going to listen to it. All right, well, uh. Keep on popping those corn kernels, Orville. <laughs> okay, thank you for the call, Tom. What? Uh, yeah, Tom called from a well. He was very scared, he said. Uh, but he loves the show so much that he wanted to call and let us know that. Oh, that's so nice. And actually, now that I think of it, he actually did do, like, all the rules. He, like, <laughs> he said Miranda and the gang, close enough. I count that. He said uh, he loves the podcast. If you love the podcast, you must love us. So that makes yeah. sense to me. Um, so I just want to say, Tom, I love you too. I love you too, Tom. I s- well, hold on. I saw that on the news. <laughs> that guy had like a whole secret dungeon in that well where he would capture and torture people. And he was okay. actually like a huge creep and a sicko. <laughs> Tom. I- we can so, still love him. I mean, look, I love that he listens, but Tom, <laughs> cut it out. He's loose. They didn't. They didn't capture him. They just found they. He apparently like the rope that he used to get out of the well broke, so he had to, you know, pretend he fell in. They got him out. Blah, blah. He he fled town. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably in the Bahamas somewhere, watching <laughs> the Orville. <laughs> Yeah, Tom, coming from someone who loves you, I would say, please cut that shit out. Yeah. Like, the rest of the stuff that you do in life is cool. Like, listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. But... Just be better, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's disappointing. Looking at, looking at the article Kevin was talking about, down in the well, Tom had Eric's TV. It wasn't in the oh lake. Oh, my <laughs> What? Wow. Eric, you have to call the police. Yeah, it's in police custody Eric, now. You have to give us all of our funds back from our <laughs> fundraiser. 
you know it's because it up. turns out <laughs> it's that the that's probably evidence now and he's never even going to get that tv back oh yeah mm, they treaded on him <laughs> hate to see it happen man but that's just you know the the way we're headed with this government the police control everything and if you had your tv stolen and they find it they're like oh well we're actually just gonna hang on to it and yeah. oh you know i know the super bowl's coming up and it is a 72 inch tv and we're just gonna hold on to it we're not gonna have a party <laughs> i know what they're doing uh they want to watch the orville season premiere on it that's yeah, it is. yeah. <laughs> right oh man could you imagine if the Orville and the Super Bowl were on at the same time oh, and everybody God. had to choose. And they say, Oh, should I get, watch the one who who that destroys my brain or <laughs> the one that that makes it better? Through Ganoderma. Yeah. yeah. I think they would cancel the Super Bowl that year if that happened. They have to. Or at least put it on tape delay or something. Mm. Uh, I think we did it, guys. I think that's everything. There's no more segments to worry about. We talked uh, everything on the show. Uh, seems like a short episode. I feel like I don't know. Do, am I forgetting anything? I don't know. There's one. I like there's, there's like I, like I don't I... want to say that you're forgetting because, like, Greggy, however you want to do the show <laughs> is totally. I agree with it. Like, I agree with all of the choices that you're making, and I don't think that you would or could make mistakes with this show. But, 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 <laughs> but, oh, oh, but. yeah. I'll just talk about butts, uh, is jogging my memory. Of course, it's the segment The Golden Ori. Yes. Uh, oh, let's right. see here. Oh, That's the one I was okay. actually thinking yeah. about. Okay. I had no idea. I now, was just... now that you say it, I'm remembering. Yeah, that this is the award that I win every week. <laughs> I had no... Wow, wow! So I just I want to tease you, Greggy. If I win, I have a really funny thing to say to Miranda. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm not. It, it would be do amazing. Not put your butt on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it would be amazing to hear Tim say a funny thing on the podcast, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find my way in eventually. Give me the golden glory. I've been working on this joke for a really long time. Uh, who won last episode? That's a good question. Who? Everyone did. Oh right, yeah, yeah. You three golden ores. Yeah, yeah. Joe even got one because he left a voicemail one time. Oh yeah, that counts. Yeah. Greggy got one last week. Oh yeah, you guys gave me one. That was nice. We stole one of Miranda. Oh, Miranda didn't win one. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it does seem like Miranda wins a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that says something about my quality of performance. Right, and I mean, the boys did win one last week, so... Mm. Yeah, I think like... it's kind of my turn. <laughs> and, well, I... No one's entitled to anything. Hold on, I get a phone call here. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. It is I, Hondo, the ancient elephant emperor. <laughs> I... I've come, I've come bearing gifts of great barrels of Ganonderma on hanging from each of my tusks. I am an elephant king emperor, and I will go to war. Ah, Kevin should win the golden ori. Goodbye. 
Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. I'm just getting a phone call. Do you mind if I patch it through? Yeah, please. If you think <laughs> that Miranda is deserving of the Golden Ori, you might be a redneck. Um. Michael Caine is popping in here like every week, and I don't think you should listen to what he has to say because I'm starting to believe that that's just Tim. (laughs) Was Michael Caine calling me a redneck? Like, he was a little suspect. Yeah, that barely sounded like Michael Caine. It sounded a lot more like Tim. Uh, Well, I feel like I have to give it to Miranda because I I want to lure. I want to keep her on the show. I yes. don't want her to go away uh-huh. and make the long sucks. show with Anastasia. This sucks. This yes. sucks. The ancient yeah. elephant, elephant emperor king. It's, you know, yeah. This sucks. And, <laughs> she didn't have any endorsements. <laughs> sucks. You know how hard it was to get Hondo? <laughs> well, I, I did it I cost a Hondo? <laughs> yeah. Couple Hondo. You should put that effort towards the show rather than towards Kate. <laughs> oh, savage. Hey, you know what? I'm going to use my funny thing on Kev because okay. he didn't win. Yeah. Hey, Kev. Goodbye, puppet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that wasn't directed towards me. <laughs> uh, uh, Captain Greggy, I, uh-huh. I don't feel so good. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, uh, Kevin! Let me lure you back with a gold horn. Here you uh, go, I'm Kevin. Turning into pixels. What? Oh, oh my God! I gotta go back. <laughs> hey, wait a second. That was a close one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna cheat and do three gold horns <laughs> when everybody gets one. Yes. Okay. Well, this is the this last every, week. Every no, week? no, no, never again. It's never happening again. Um, Greg, you can't do that because I need to. I need to catch up to them because you know oh. you, you yeah, don't give true. it to them. yeah everybody gets one but Ma- miranda gets two thank you <laughs> if she gets all five she can destroy <laughs> half the universe ah <laughs> uh, it's moran moranos moranos i don't know I, i've been thinking that i just watched this show called marvel infinity war mm-hmm. and thanos is badass and he yeah. kind of reminds me of Miranda. <laughs> oh, thanks. I haven't seen it, but I I love being badass. So yeah, let's M- Miranda Thanos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The season finale of that thing. show was such a cliffhanger. I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't wait till season two comes out. Mm-hmm. I know you're edging on your seat. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I do it. Uh, so that's the show, guys. Uh, the podcast is over now. Hi there, my name is Laureen. Welcome. Can I ask you a question? Do you drink coffee or do you know somebody who does? I'm going to guess that your answer to that question is yes, because in the United States alone, more than 500 million cups of coffee are consumed each and every day. Do you have a favorite brand? For me, it was Starbucks. And after I lost my job due to the economy, I did go from a venti to a grande, and I did go from more than six bucks to more than four bucks, but I can tell you that what I didn't do was I didn't give up my Starbucks, because I absolutely loved it. I was willing to travel more than 10 minutes just to get to the store, wait 20 minutes in line to get my coffee, really enjoying it, and I even thought I was making a really healthy choice for myself by getting this skinny vanilla latte. 
But we all know that regular coffee can have some negative side effects, right? Like the jitters and upset stomach, and then there's the dreaded caffeine crash, right? Where you've got to go and you've got to get yourself more caffeine just to get started again. Well, what if I told you that there was a healthier alternative? Healthy coffee. Yes, healthy coffee. It's actually infused with an ancient secret that was so highly sought after and so valued that ancient kings and emperors valued it more than gold. It's called Ganoderma lucidum. And it's been called the king of herbs and even by some called a miracle for those looking for a healthier life. People drinking Ganoderma coffee have said that they feel clearer in their thoughts, they don't have any jitters, and they've even reported that it has caused weight loss. Now, I don't know about you, but I was pretty excited about that. But the health benefits of Ganoderma really just start there. That's not where they end. And if you do some research, you'll find that Ganoderma is actually one of the most successfully used natural wellness ingredients, and that there have been a ton of clinical studies about the curative properties of Ganoderma. So if you're already drinking coffee or tea, then why not drink a healthier alternative? Especially if you could get paid just for drinking it or referring it to others. Now, I don't know about you, but Starbucks never paid me a single penny for recommending their product. So here's what I'd like for you to do. Fill out your information here in the box, your name and your email, and get our Healthy Coffee Talk newsletter and our free report about the health benefits of Ganoderma. I can certainly tell you that drinking coffee has never been this fun, healthy, or profitable. I look forward to seeing you on the other side. Have a great day. Don't forget to fill out your information. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com.